Hey, everybody. Welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Josh Barnett alongside Super Salty Chuck Nally. Uh, hello. And Evan Swafford. <laughs> this is the conference, right? It is. It's time. <laughs> you were way off. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. I can't do it. You can do it better than Neither that. Neither can Ubisoft. I, anyway, it's it's our E3 coverage 2019. Uh, rolling right along with Ubisoft, their press conference. Um, again, if you wanted to check out our coverage for Bethesda as well as Microsoft, you could check that on all your podcast services, not on YouTube, Tough because we don't shit. record in advance. Um, yeah, I can't do the Sam Fisher noise. I just can't do it. You're not stealthy enough. No. Ubisoft also... Not so much. Never bringing back Splinter Cell. Uh, evidently not. We saw Sam Fisher in a really bland-looking mobile game. That we did. Man. Tom Clancy's bunch of guys that shoot people. So if you... Someone that what told it's me, real? Pretty much. Uh, Rogue uh, Squad get, Nation. Two, oh, I would have been in good. on that. Rogue uh, Elite? Rogue... Uh, Rogue Engine. Elite Squad. Rogue elite Bastards. Squad. Okay, there's no Rogue Elite all Squad? <laughs> um, Saddle up. <laughs> Mount up. Uh, yeah. yeah, regulators. So if you would have told me that Ubisoft was going to have a conference and not announce a new Splinter Cell, not even one of these, Splinter Cell, South Park, Rayman, Prince of Persia, talk about Trials, which just released a couple of months ago and usually have more DLC for, I'd been like, you're cra- uh, one of those is getting talked about. How would you have predicted you would feel about that conference? Uh, if you had said none of those, I'd been like, "What? They're going to be introducing a shit ton of new games," and they kind of did. Not a shit ton. Three. Three is a decent amount for a single company press conference. Uh, I. This was a very. I don't. It's maybe. It, people it, it are like helps. it's the worst ever, and it's not that, but it's. It helps to me that one of my favorite games of the show, if not my favorite game of the show, was announced and looks awesome, mm-hmm. but. I'm not anywhere near as down on this conference as everybody else is. There's not a whole lot I care about. It was a pretty bad conference, and then they also opened up with like five minutes of Symphony. Well, that was technically the pre-show. And then they went to... They just streamed Well, it. it's when the live coverage started. Yeah. Uh, and then they went and did like five minutes on an Apple TV Plus show. Which I don't understand why. Uh, and then most of their coverage was on games that pretty much showing what had already been announced or Mostly going over DLC yeah. content. It's very interesting. Um, Maybe they, they definitely... just don't have a lot. Maybe a lot's for next generation, and that's fine. But So I'm going to say this once and get it out of the way because I don't necessarily agree, um, but I'm not completely against it. A lot of people, hot takes, so to speak, with this E3 in general are saying that Sony saw the writing on the wall in terms of the location of how close it is to the end of the generation and what people will have to show and smartly got out of the way to allow them not to take a hit in terms of like what they do or don't have to show. Um, I don't think it's quite to that level. I do think overall E3, the conferences have been okay. Um, I think there's been a lot of good games, but I think the presentations themselves and the lack of like gameplay content overall has been down compared to recent years. I don't think years. that excuse really holds up for that because the single fact is we're getting just 
bombarded with games in the first two quarters of 2020, which will be the last year of... Yeah, but most of those games we haven't seen actual gameplay for unless we had saw it previously, is what I'm saying. Like They, they opened up with an, an amazing gameplay demo, um, but most of the other games... like We didn't even see gameplay for like Gears of War. All we saw was a cinematic, two cinematic trailers, which is weird considering the fact that that game is out in September. Um, it's just it's a different E three than what we normally have seen. I don't think I think we say that we've said this like the past two to three years and every year like Rob get your brother, but uh, it was a weird E three. I was like you. I wish I could scroll back through a year of tweets because you said the exact same thing. Well, I think the year. show's just been evolving, and it's this not weird. to it's me just this E3. is the. This is a bit of a down year for me. I, I I enjoy a lot of the conferences. We'll go into it one by one here, but just I mean, I figure get it out of the way now and then not talk about it again for Square and Nintendo on the next shows that we record. Um, but it, it to me, it has been a different feel. What the wrap up shows for yeah, well that too. Um, it's been a little bit of a different feel. But anyway, um, as you mentioned at the top, Assassin's Creed Symphony, the pre show that they live streamed. Um, Cool. I skipped all five minutes of it. It was long. Yeah. I like symphony. They're going on tour. And orchestra. Yeah, they and are. That was pretty much what that was for. It was I, like, hey. I wouldn't hate going to see it. I mean, live is much better than putting it on your hour slot for your conference when everyone's like, show games. Yeah, Game Awards done it the last couple of years as well. A couple of companies did. I mean. It's also like three hours long at this point. Yeah, that like famous, like everybody's favorite E3 conference ever, the Sony 2016 one had the live orchestra and played music for all of them as well, but they were in a pit. They just played the introductions and like, I think they did like a bit of a buildup, but it was like with game footage in the background and everything that were for like Stuff the new happening. games they're getting ready to announce or show, not you know, the last seven generations of Assassin's Creed when they're not even a- announcing an Assassin's Creed game this year. Right. Um, it was a very interesting choice. Um, they then did roll directly into the worst-kept secret. That became a confirmation a couple days beforehand. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, mm-hmm. which I'm in love with. I've watched that gameplay demo a lot. When's it coming out, Josh? March 6th, 2019. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sold poorly. (laughs) But I love it. Um, Yeah, no, I can't. Well, you know what? Good on them for not trying to announce it for 2019. Um, The headaches and things you you had mentioned on, like, the pre-show, the prediction show last week, um, those headaches, I went back and read the Jason Schreier interview, and he basically said not that the system right now is giving headaches, but it was a nightmare to work on and potentially caused two to three delays in the game, which is probably why it's 2020. Um, Confirmation of what everybody had been talking about in terms of the game for the last week or so, you can play as anybody. There is no main protagonist character in the game. The closest you get is Bagley, the AI um, and you'll start with, I'm sure, some sort of operative who they're hopefully also, you can keep through. There's also a like set group of like higher higher hierarchy, excuse me, of people, and then you could just kind of expand out from that. See, I haven't heard any of that. Uh, that's what they were talking about uh, from the show floor. I mean, okay. it's like it's not doesn't have to stay that way, but it's basically it's your starting dead sec people, and then you just spin out from there. Interesting, but. I think the system looks really fucking cool. I like that. It's not, you know, everybody was worried about, you know, we talked about it on the show. Is it going to be like 900 billion things you can pop up? It seems to be just like you can center on uh, any NPC and just press a button and it pulls up their stats. I like the stuntman who's addicted addicted to adrenaline and had the uh, the stat that he may die randomly, which right. I think is kind of cool. But, um, you know, the bare knuckle brawler who's good at fighting. I like that each Brawlhalla. character type 
has a specific set of skills, so to speak, and it seems to be that the gameplay is different for them each, which I like a lot. Gameplay looked better to me than two. It looks smoother. The fighting looks smoother. The only part that didn't look amazing to me, but it also doesn't help that they chose a weird vehicle to do it in. The driving didn't look great. It's never great in those games. It's true. I also almost never drove unless I was just trying to get from like one end of the map to the other. I would just either fast travel or run the few blocks. It is. Uh, I like that it's permadeath for your characters. I like that. I like the whole resist or surrender. I, I wonder if you surrender, you have a chance to maybe try and get those characters back maybe i don't know because like my point is like there are cinematics in the game and like they're they obviously have to get to set story beats it can't just be completely your own story that that first dude was he has to die because they're not going to craft cinematics for that guy saying, hey, what happened to him? He died trying to save you or and, whatever. They're and, not going to do that. And that's for what they're talking about. Thousands like, of characters. I mean, that's what they're saying the game is. Well, that's there's, why, no, there's no way. That's why you that's got way that. Too much money. And then when he dies, there is a set set of already like dead set characters for you to choose from. And then you extrapolate from there. I mean, I, again, that is just a demo, though. I don't honestly know. Because like, they have said every character has its own origin mission. Every character has its own unique personality and lives they live. And, I mean, get, they, they even specifically said directly after that cutscene, cutscenes change based on who lives and who dies and what, what decisions you made in the world. I genuinely believe that that is true. What the budget was for this game, what the insane script and writing and storytelling and everything else is in there, I don't know. Will we probably get some characters that repeat very, very similar but minor detail-changed missions? Sure, but I'm going to take them at face value right now. I just think, I mean, good on them if that's absolutely true. I just feel that there's going to be something that pushes you towards one of a certain type of character to push a certain type of story progression. Well, oh, there's definitely going to be like a story and cutscene. I just think that you can do it with any character. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't. I think the the R&D for that would be just I think there are the roof. some of that that can happen. I would be surprised if literally every bit of it is. Just I just think whoever. I think the way they wrote the story and the way the story seems to be playing out in this particular demo is it's not based around the character that you are necessarily. Like none of the aside from you know hey what happened to that guy that helped me he died like nothing of the interaction with Albion or CTOS or anything like that seems like it's like it was with Marcus based around his character. So they could have written a story that very well is just. London is taking itself back from the oppression that's been going on, and it's not these characters are necessarily doing it. And Bagley, who will probably end up being a bad guy by the end, I would assume, um, is the like driving force, and he is the consistent force, so he could be the one that plays into a lot of the story cutscenes if it requires something like that. I'm very intrigued to see where it comes out. I was incredibly impressed by the demo. It was impressive. Um, I'd Like I said, I just don't know how far to go with it. Watchdog or- is liars. Like almost every year they do like a new thing, and when by the time it comes out, it's like, like what was what was wrong about two? Two, I don't remember. One, they downgraded the graphics tremendously. That was a huge story for like two months. Yeah, but a lot of games have gotten that coverage too. Like I, I agree, they did downgrade the graphics. That, I personally don't think it looked bad, but I'm just asking. I'm, I'm asking an honest question because you say it's the entire series. I'm just saying. I will. I will be willing to put money that whoever that. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Guy was at the beginning the who bald dude. Yeah, that uh, that dies will is like the first five minutes of the game, and he will die. Wait a minute, you got you have to start with somebody. So I yeah, mean, I'm sure there's probably a starting character because you. Yeah, I just don't think die. it's written that he has to die. He'll die. 
Maybe I don't know. That's, that's my point. Why give surrender? Thing like, yeah, why know. give a whole point of the the fighter surrender thing? Right. It'll say fighter surrender, and then like uh, you put, it's going to say press this to resist. It's it, his level is the tutorial level, and he is going to die. We'll see. It could be, yeah, because I mean, you could also do surrender, and then There's he gets th- killed anyway. That would anyways. be thousands of people, Josh, with uh, thousands of names that have two responses for each one of them, plus characters that answer for those particular stories. That is millions of lines of dialogue. That's not going to happen, man. I mean, if they did, that'd be really impressive, though. It would, but not this console generation. There's no way. I mean, again, I'm taking them at face value with what they said right now. Okay. Because that's, again, I also think Ubisoft has done a really good job in recent years in learning from their mistakes, and I think that they would know that deceiving people outright like that is... Gonna, they're gonna get called out on it. It just seemed, it seemed a little more vague for me. I, I th- there was some room for interpretation, so I don't necessarily think they're deceiving if it's not like literally completely open ended. Like I, I think that they can still come across on the promise of that game and still. I mean, there still has to be ways to progress the story. I mean, there's people smarter than me working on it, so maybe so. And I just, it was a badass trailer. I thought I still like I have questions and. Uh, I guess scrutiny, uh, maybe a little bit. I think warranted, maybe. But uh, we'll uh, we'll see. But it was still a badass trailer. Okay. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I thought it was really good. Uh, moving on to what is that? Mystic Quest. Oh, Mythic God. Quest. Mystic Raven's Quest. Banquet. Yeah, we can skip this, right? I mean, no, it's part of the conference. But aren't we going to talk about it on the next TV show? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's both. We're going to talk about it on both. Rob McElhaney from. Did you watch uh, this? Yeah. I barely wanted to pay attention. It comes from a good pedigree. I like Rob McElhaney, and Apple Plus is pouring money into shows. And F. Murray Abraham's in this. Yep. Uh, that he is. Yep. And uh, I don't – like, it comes from a good pedigree. It's from the whole creative team of It's Always Sunny. I just don't know why it had to be at an E3 conference. It's I don't very either. much like Powers. And the trailer was not funny. <laughs> Mm-mm. He was funnier than the trailer was. He was. In the trailer, I was just like, oof, that was rough. I don't know why Ubi was like, yes, let's show it. Did they consult on it? I guess. I don't know. That's all I can think of. <clears throat> it was really weird. He came out. He introduced it. He spent way too much time introducing it. Then, like, some of the gameplay footage shown in that trailer was kind of better than some of the footage for the actual games they revealed but it wasn't like it was particularly great either it was just it was a weird segment and especially weird to come like right off of that high of showing a game that everybody was freaking out about we didn't even talk about helen everybody's favorite murder grandma oh, yeah. um who people love the internet is blown up about her boone until she was, does boone was a fan and then she's gone forever that she is gone forever, which would suck. But the good thing is there's other old ladies to recruit. And they fucking invented hacking, according to that guy. Um, I did like that one. It was funny. What is next? Uh, Rainbow Six? The new season of Rainbow Six Siege. I don't remember what this was. I mean, it's more. there's two new operators. I mean, They're both up. smooth. Yeah, that they are. Like Keystone. And Sade. <laughs> yeah. Um, after that, Adventure Time is in Brawlhalla. I didn't cool. know Brawlhalla was a thing. Yeah, really? it, it had been, it's been free to play on yeah. Xbox for a while. Like twenty six million players or something. It's a really popular. It's mm-hmm. essentially third party Smash Brothers. Yeah, okay. it's um, got a Hellboy on there now, right, right now. Also, yeah. yeah, they're doing a good job of like supporting it with characters you wouldn't expect and like kind of just free from any sort of boundaries. If any, like it's usually like indie game Smash kind of. Well, they got um, Adventure Time now. Yeah, people like Adventure Time. 
that they do. I've never seen Adventure Time. Yeah, it's weird. I've seen that this happens pancake after the like show ended a billion times. But the which one? That dog singing something about uh, bacon pancakes. Gotcha. I don't know. It's like the clip that I always see from Adventure Time. Adventure Time. Come on and grab your friends. I've never seen that part. I have. Right. Freeman and Trey like that show. Uh, Trey likes that show. Or Bad Trey likes that show, too. I oh. Think. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Breakpoint, this is Ghost Recon, right? Yes, it is. B- John Bernthal. Yeah, brought Bernthal his dog out. Or whatever. Yep, brought his cute dog out, stared at the camera for like a minute, and then just laid his head behind his feet and was like, all right, cool. Everybody's spending way more time watching the dog than listening to him talk about a game that he's probably not going to have played by the time it comes out. I don't know. He seemed uh, he seemed to genuinely, like, he wasn't. He's a genuinely half- cool guy. And, and he wasn't half-assing it up there. Like, yeah. He, I thought he really sold it well. His oh, speech, sure. I love that, His speech was man. cool in the game. I just, I can't get into this or Rainbow Six, like, I enjoyed, no matter what I try. I enjoyed Wildlands quite a bit. I would love to play this, but I don't have. It's coming out at a bad time. Yeah, didn't me. they announce uh, AI teammates in this too? Yeah, that was the big thing. Is yeah, people were really excited. AI about that. teammates. Uh, so uh, good on them. Uh, like I said, I, I might play this game at some point. I enjoyed Wildlands for what it was, but it's coming out at a time when I have zero time to play games. Yeah, the beta is cool. what September fifth. Uh, yes, September fifth. Uh, awesome. And then they asked a. Uh, they announced uh, Delta Company, which is like a... Oh, it's like their Call of Duty Elite or whatever. Basically, Like yeah. subscription, you get extra content and like clan yeah, and, and shit. you stay up and you get early access and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the aforementioned Tom Clancy's Elite Rogue Squad. No Rogue. It's just Elite Squad. Rogue Elite Squad. Uh, low poly mobile game of... Generic characters plus Sam Fisher from all the Tom Clancy games. Sure, this this was a weird one to me as well. I didn't understand there why this is several characters. I mean, because they'll make a lot of money on it, but I don't. It kind of brought us. There's a bunch of actual named characters. In yeah, there. I was gonna say I, I didn't recognize any of them other than uh, Sam Fisher. Montaine and Kavira from Rainbow Six, Nomad from Ghost Recon, and Megan from The Division. Yeah, I At don't. Least. I saw people. I didn't know their names. I was like, hey, that person's from The Division, clearly, and all that stuff. Um, better than me because I didn't. It'll make money and cool. It just kind of brought down after what I thought Breakpoint, even though I'm not going to buy it, was a like one of the better part of their presentation. And then we saw this, we we're like, and mobile, <laughs> which is fine. There's just a hundred games out there like that. So yeah, I mean, sure that and I don't know. I just didn't think it looked very good. Like even like graphically, mobile games have come a pretty long way. They chose a style that. Seemed like an old school. We're making up for the fact that we don't have processing power. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, we've seen mobile games that look way, way better than that. Which is interesting to me that they decided to do that. Right. I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Well, tell mm-hmm. me if it's free when it comes out and I'll download it. <laughs> it looks like a, a Ubisoft version of uh, Fortnite. Of yeah. Fortnite? Mm-hmm. I did not get that. Yeah, I thought it, it looked more like... Now, I'm not talking about gameplay style. I'm talking about oh, okay. what it looks like, actually looks like. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no I agree with you there. The art I, style I thought you were saying it played like Fortnite. Fortnite, and I was like, I, didn't, I think I might have fell asleep and dreamed what this trailer was. Nope, I said it looks like, as far as actual visuals. I didn't get that, but no problem. Um, like I said, it's it's not the for vi- me, but it's for somebody. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it as Fortnite-esque. Okay. Uh, then, the yearly... Just Dance is 10 years old. 
dancing. Interesting if you look at the logos behind all the dancers. Wii is up there, but Wii U is not. I wonder if that is the Wii family or if it literally is only on Wii and they skipped Wii U altogether. Maybe they couldn't afford the extra letter. Most people skipped Wii U, to be fair. That's I, fair. I wish I would have. <laughs> Sucker. Um, there were good games on the Wii U, but it was not worth it. Bayonetta running. 2. And <coughs> Breath Mario of the Maker. You, you, you struggled there. And Mario also Maker. Breath of the Wild was <laughs> really for Switch. And Twilight Princess. Yeah, and the re- uh, remake. Oh, Nintendo well, does Wind, those. Wind Waker. Uh-huh. New Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, I didn't love those. Uh, zombie U. <laughs> Thank you for proving my point. <laughs> Uh, sure. Anyway, so, um, yeah, Just Dance. That's the game. I like Panic at the Disco a lot, so I watched it. <laughs> I also like Panic at the Disco. Um, for Honor. Yeah, For Honor. Shadows of Hatakiri, I believe. Hatakiri. Hatakiri. Yeah, Hatakiri. Hatakiri, or I don't know. Uh, who gives a shit about For Honor, right? I know a lot of people do, but nobody at this table. Uh, I enjoyed the story mode, but the multiplayer, uh, while uh, cool for about five minutes, you're like, I am really tired of doing this. Mm. This trailer made me like really excited for a game that never existed, because I thought it looked cool. I thought the character designs were cool. I thought like the idea of this like three or four person squad in like this Japanese ghost-inspired story would have been really cool, but instead, nah, <laughs> they're going to fight pirates or medieval knights or some shit yep high or low sure that's what matters that game was weird i got really excited for it and then played the demo or the beta i was like no i'm good and trey was like it's the best and then didn't play it that's fair that is the trey elliott story it is indeed (laughs) uh after that we had find it find it yeah find it vamp rainbow six quarantine yeah you did uh cg-esque zombie type trailer um, Ish, yeah, zombie, zombie. Three person co op gameplay. They said basically, right? Uh, P- uh, PVE. Yeah, uh, yeah. I this is my style of game. Uh, it I, I guess even closer gr- to Left for Dead in a way. Yeah, I don't even know if it, it's the over the topness of the trailer. I don't even think the trailer is that spectacular. I just know they make good games that sh- that play well, and I love that play style. So I I'm in on quarantine. Yeah, I'm probably gonna skip it. But uh, that's just because Rainbow Six in general, and like I'm not the world's biggest multiplayer gamer. I prefer story and stuff like that. So um, I doubt I'm gonna fork over whatever the dollars are for it. But really hoping for Game Pass on that. One. <laughs> just at this point, hoping for Game Pass for everything, aren't you? If it's something I don't want to spend sixty dollars on, yes, that's fair. It worked out for Metro. That's fair. You know what you don't Cheer need. <laughs> you don't. You don't need a uh, Game Pass for to play for free. Uh, no. The Division 2, but only for this week. Yep, still not going to do it. Then you got to buy it. Yep. Um, They revealed their new season of content. Seemed kind of cool for people who like The Division 2 a lot. Yeah, from what I hear, it's a good game. They're going to the Much National Zoo the one, in but... D.C., which I've been to, Um, which is cool. I like that the like final piece of DLC that they teased was going back to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they talked about the new raid. Um. <laughs> In general, like, sure, that game was really successful for them. People really, really like it, and it reviewed probably better than any games-as-a-service game. Um, yeah, it absolutely did. It still didn't sell as well as they wanted, but it, it reviewed really well. So hopefully they just build on that. Hopefully, because they got a movie coming to Netflix. Yeah, they do. With Jessica Chastain and the, the uh, Jill the, yeah, and yeah, Hall. Jake Gyllenhaal. Netflix, which I'm okay with. That's fine. I mean, it's not like... I hope it's good. 
I'll mean, watch th- it. There's a good story there in the division if you're willing to read a billion documents. And unlike other video game movies they could do, it's not like they, um, although Netflix has the money, they don't need a massive special effects budget. It's going to be a lot of like, explosions snow. and Until stuff they put like that. that map yeah. on the floor. That's true. That is going to, it's going to be a $38 million dollar map. Game. <laughs> and then <laughs> the game. Yeah, that sold me so hard. And then I played the game. I was like, oh. Next, they came out and announced what what had been rumored as well, which is Uplay Plus. Subscription um, service. Subscription service, but PC only for now. Uh, For now, yeah. And then on Stadia next year. Yeah, but still PC. I mean, I guess Stadia can technically play on other. Phone, tablet, that's the point of Stadia. I still don't know how these other subscriptions are going to fit into Stadia in general. Like, what is... What is Stadia if Uplay is on Stadia? I don't understand. Subscription within a sub- subscription service? I guess. Like, they need to do a whole lot more talking about the pricing. Well, I, Stadia, and I was reading today someone that had been playing some of the streaming stuff, and, like, the text there, they said it works. Like, you're, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be happy with it. They're like, the point, no one knows how to implement it yet. They were like, there's no ground rules on what we're doing. They they're should like, talk to Bethesda. Yeah, they're, they're like, that. this is the problem. Like, the price structure for Stadia is stupid and convoluted. Like, it's just... That's what I'm saying. It's super confusing. And Hopefully, xCloud isn't that way, but they X, Microsoft did not do a lot to tell us what the hell xCloud is going to be. They're not ready. Yeah. I also think it's going to be bundled in with some tier of their ultimate subscription. I'm sure it will eventually. They'll have, um, like, Ultimate Plus for $20 or something, it, or 25 be, or something, and it's everything. Um, and it'll be amazing. Uh, but I think we have at least a year before we're doing that. Uh, probably when the new system comes out, though. Yeah. It's... Um, you fifteen dollars is too much for this. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even see what games were included. Did you play is Plus like... is fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, a month. Wow. And it's, I mean, it's all of Ubi's games, but when you compare it to like some of the other stuff that's out there, even Game Pass for ten, and I, there's a much wider variety of games on Game Pass. I got it for one. Yeah, great. You can't do that for Uplay. No. <laughs> it's $15. It's launching in September, and like I said, in 2020, it'll be on Stadia. Wow. Uh, I think they come off that at some point. Uh, probably, or it will fail, and they'll stop offering Or they'll it. do some type of package within Stadia where you pay one price, and it comes with it, which is what, what they should be doing anyways. Stadia just going to become a cable service at this point now? like. I mean, spoilers, a lot of these places are going to follow that model. Just tack on every little service that can come within it, and then you have it all bundled in one for $100 a yeah, month or some shit. streaming services to start turning into that, too, by the way. Yeah, it's like, going to be very yeah. interesting. Yep. <laughs> um, second to last game they showed, Roller Champions. This looks fun. Futuristic roller derby. I thought the concept was cool. I watched the trailer and didn't necessarily. I was like, well, this doesn't look that great. But then the, all the reports from the show floor is it's very fun. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Rocket League, but with roller blades. It looks like skates. with feet. Yeah. <laughs> Running. Yeah. The right. old-fashioned way. Um, it look, I mean, it looked like this could be a really fun, especially on Game Pass, um, game where... I mean, when we could like game have pass, it's going to Uplay as a yep. staple. True, <laughs> but I guarantee it'll also eventually show up on Game Pass, probably or uh, games with gold or something. Yeah, something like that. PlayStation Plus at launch. PlayStation probably. Plus uh, made Rocket League. Yeah, it's thing. the reason that game is what it is. It wouldn't have ever sold and got. It had to catch on before, it, and then they charged money like on Xbox for a while before it went Game because Pass. No one remembers supersonic, hyper-powered, rocket-powered battle cars. Nope, that's true. Also. <laughs> That was stupid. Uh, for him to memorize that? Yes. No, just, well, yes. But for that to ever have been their plan. 
Yeah, I mean that game was a lot of fun, and actually they did give it away on PlayStation Plus, but it was not at launch, and it was nowhere near with the like level of um, grandeur in the release for Rocket League. I hope this is cool. Uh, I hope we get like eight people together in a party and play like four v four or whatever. Three it's free. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, I think it could be a lot of fun. And then they closed out the show. New IP. With oh yeah, my second favorite thing from this conference, and it lasted twenty seconds. Gods and monsters. Yeah, uh, I had to get a description of. Well, holy God! Yeah, there's a, <laughs> it's a grasshopper that's been flying around here. Oh, cool! <laughs> right on your dome. <laughs> that was amazing. I wouldn't have freaked uh. out nearly as much if your eyes had gotten the. the I couldn't tell what it was. I want oh, God! I want to fist bump that fucking grasshopper for his aim. Um, uh, it's. I've heard it's like Zelda in a more cartoony world. I heard Greek mythology Zelda. Yeah. Is the description. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. I'm 100% in. Because- That's what the trailer even looked like to me. But I love Greek mythology in general. I like the whole tagline of heroes turn to the gods, gods turn to you type thing. Yeah, it's, it seems pretty cool. We just didn't get much, which is surprising. It was that little. And then when they all of a sudden then flashed up February 2020. Yeah, they got to do a lot of show in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so Game Awards or something? Uh, game com- Gamescom, Gamescom or something. Yes. Maybe when probably is TGS? not TGS September. TGS? Is that even a thing anymore? It is. You don't hear much about it. No, you don't. It's a thing. Also, uh, rest in peace, Skull and Bones. Yeah. Well, yeah. they are. They had already come out and said it was delayed indefinitely and not showing because up this conference. Rest in peace, Skull. And yeah, it's Bones. dead. It's officially dead. You wait. Okay. It's gonna come out. It's not gonna be good, but it's gonna come out. <laughs> the Skull will come That's out. That's gonna be uh, tomorrow. That'll be a UPlay plus uh, exclusive. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. One level. You won't be able to buy it on its own. It has to be part of That's your $15 Uplay Plus. That's going to be the new mutants of Uplay Plus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they're finally doing those reshoots. Yes, they are. Hey, man. I'm proud of you for laughing about it, though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm super stoked for it, but, I mean, let's be honest That here. movie's going to suck ass. <laughs> Probably. Proud of you. It's it going to be real, real poopy. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's that's Ubisoft. Uh, again, uh, some highlights. Maybe going back over it, less of an exciting there was conference. A lot of as I think really about bad it. Lulls, man. Um, grades, D plus. Yeah, Chuck. Straight D, homie. I'm gonna give it a C, and that's only because Watch Dogs for me is a straight. You think up a this plus. was an average conference? Is what you're saying? Watch Dogs is an A plus, <laughs> and. Um, maybe C minus. No, you give it that minus. C minus. <laughs> I'll live with the C minus. Watch, Watch Dogs is a ten for me. Gods and Monsters makes me really excited, but the premise made me more excited than the trailer. Uh, yes, absolutely. Like that's I have trouble. Like let's let's rank, which we're gonna do. Like rank trailers later, but and then because it's different. Like the game could be so much cooler, but the trailer maybe really isn't that much. I also got to hear Panic at the Disco and Skibbity Bop or Skibbity D. Skibbity. You know what? Shit. Just straight D. <laughs> wow. The trailer story. <laughs> I don't remember the name of that song, but it's really addictive. I kind of like it. <laughs> and what was the other one? Black Pink. They're all right. They're Black hot. Pink? I don't know what the Black Pink. They're, a cape, they're like an I've all seen girl. I've seen that movie. Uh, they're an all girl K pop band. They're like one Four. of the. They're like one of the biggest acts in music right now um, in general. So those three songs are all right. I've never heard of them, so I have not. not. True. Yeah, I'm too old. Have you heard of BTS? Huh? Have you heard of BTS? That's some sort of disease, right? Okay, the yeah, K-pop group. Yeah. So this they is the this is the female player. BTS, basically. Okay. They're they're pretty goddamn gigantic. But also, you BTS have to be sucks. I don't know. I haven't listened it's to it. It's awful. I haven't listened to it. Blackpink is all right. They're all kind of cute. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I gotta hope they're over eighteen. Now that I said that. 
I mean, probably not. It's Korean. No, most like pop bands are. They look like they're thirteen, but they're forty. That doesn't make me sound any better, Chuck. I mean, at least it's legal. Long as they look thirteen. I'm not Trey over here. <laughs> I'm talking on behalf of Josh. I'm speaking on his behalf. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up Ubisoft best for games? us. Uh, yeah, you Watch need, Dogs. We need a new game and uh, best overall. What's the best game for you? Uh, best overall, Ghost Recon. Uh, best new trailer was Gods of Monsters. I am not a Watch Dogs fan in that. Best trailer, trailer was Watch Dogs for me. Um, new game. Mm-hmm. If purely off the trailer, I'd have to go off of Quarantine, but I think I'm most excited for Gods and Monsters. So which is it? I'll go Chuck's- Gods and Monsters. All right. I'll have that. Gods and Monsters for new game and Watch Dogs for uh, overall. Yeah. Now that wraps up Ubisoft and their wonderful E3 presentation. Make Boo. sure you guys uh, check out our other conference re- reviews and recaps with Microsoft Bethesda, Square Enix, and Nintendo um, with a final show recap and maybe a little bit of kind of funny games showcase, like two or three games from there thrown into one of these here in a minute. Not if I can help it, Tim no, Gettys, you piece of shit. No, no, no. We'll do kind of funny if they like retweet us. That's fine. They are much bigger than us. Which is stupid, because Tim Gettys is an asshole. I am not going to comment. He's the worst. I'm not going to comment. You have a weird hatred for Tim Gettys. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) It's pronounced Gettys? Gettys. I don't know why I said Gettys, but I did. What about Mr. Gettys? You remember that place? I do, yeah. I know a guy that worked there. Really? Was it Trey? really proud of it. No, Trey would have ate too much product. Thanks, guys. We'll (laughs) see you later. for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.